It really is, isn't it? It is. Here we are. Here we are in late December recording the 11th episode of our of our podcast. It's the 11th hour. It, it's oh. the 11th hour. It's the 11th episode. <laughs> yeah, welcome back to Movie Bluffs. It is a it's a podcast where we it's talk about movies. <laughs> and that's, that's I mean that's all we do is is watch movies and talk about them pretty much it today we're i'm on my floor in my in my childhood bedroom mm-hmm. nate's in a blanket fort yep. in his grandpa's in my, bedroom my grandma's <laughs> craft room yeah oh there we go it's uh, a little less exciting than grandma's bedroom yeah <laughs> they they have a cat and i'm allergic oh. to cats and so every oh, no. time my family goes to visit them they like section off a room in their house for me to sleep in and they like, vacuum it and they keep the cat out of it. Oh, and, that's nice. Yeah, it's great. And, you know, I was expecting a bed and they gave me an air mattress and you know what? That's okay. Sometimes. Oh, no. How long you do you need... have to sleep on this air mattress? Just a week. It's fine. Oh, that's so <laughs> long. Comfortable... Wait. It's a comfortable Just air mattress. Just a week on a, an inflatable. Yes. Uh, mattress it's... on a on what is essentially a raft. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's one of the ones that blows up itself, though, which is cool. Oh, that's it's like an nice. electric motor. Nice. Anyway, we're not here to talk about sleeping arrangements or no childhood homes. No, we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about movies. Movies, and that movie today is none other than the critically acclaimed, highly classic, uh, beloved. Uh, Woody Harrelson drama, Now You See Me. Mystic and magical, it is not. (laughs) Drama is an interesting word uh, to describe it. Um, Well, I felt a lot, I went through a lot of drama having to sit through this movie. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why it's a drama. (laughs) Now, this past week, um, Sarah has seen the movie, and I have remembered seeing it over the summer when I was honestly going through a rough patch uh and i watched it because i had nowhere else to turn and (laughs) oh boy so a quick little synopsis if you've never if you've never seen the movie now you see me before um it starts with four i think different magicians performing at their various venues one is like an escape artist in las vegas one is some kind of hypnotist mind reader at in louisiana uh one of them does street magic in new york and then one of them is just a thief uh and a scam artist and he just kind of steals things from people and all of these it's like a montage or whatever of all of these people doing their performances and they keep getting um each one of them gets visited by a, a hooded stranger who gives them each a tarot card related to their personality. And on the back is an address that they, they all then decide to go and meet at. And we, re- we learn that some of these magicians have a history with each other. Some of them look up to others in the magician world because apparently that's a thing. And they all 
go into this like abandoned house or apartment and they find these holographic plans for stealing some kind of safe in a magic show though so it's like a a magic heist like they can't just do a regular heist it has to be magical and (laughs) so they do they start performing together uh as the four horsemen uh in reference to the apocalypse which is a weird thing to reference as a magician in a magic show (laughs) and they get this guy from the audience uh who like owns a bank i don't know how they knew he owned a bank but like they picked him out of the audience and was like you own a bank we're gonna rob it and he was like great and so they do this magic where they teleport to the bank they steal everything from the vault and then they just make it rain on the audience in las vegas and then later in the movie this trick is explained by morgan freeman who is a a magic debunker i guess he like used to do magic and then was like everybody's getting tricked by these magicians because apparently in this world magicians are like a a legitimate menace to society who are like (laughs) i mean that's true in the real world that's true in the real world too i guess but like so morgan freeman just (laughs) makes his money uh making these tapes and it's like this is how this famous magician did this trick uh and this is why it's not impressive and i think that's i mean i don't really agree with tearing performers down but also magicians um I'm not going to say anything bad about magicians. They might be in my house. (laughs) (laughs) They might be in my house. They're listening. They can hear everything. (laughs) So Morgan Freeman debunks magicians for a living. And he's trying to debunk the four horsemen because he's like, these people are robbing banks. And uh, I mean, that's illegal. So I got to debunk it. Show how they're not actually robbing banks or whatever. And there's a lot of smoke. There's a lot of mirrors. And there's an FBI agent on the case played by mark ruffalo Mm -hmm. and one of the magicians fakes his own death and mark ruffalo is revealed to also be a magician who is descended from a harry houdini type who like died uh because of morgan freeman somehow okay so Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna drag this out too long but what i remember it as mark ruffalo's dad did a trick where he escaped a safe that was underwater like harry houdini did Mm -hmm. morgan freeman debunked this in one of his first debunking videos um and so then he was like i'll do it again and so he tried to do it again and mark ruffalo is a child and then he you know he's unsuccessful in doing it again and he and he dies at the bottom of the river and this is scarring to Mark Ruffalo. And I guess that means that he joins the FBI so that he can to then... To down magicians. So what he... So what his plan... After his dad dies due to Morgan Freeman, his plan is not just to make Morgan Freeman pay for it, but to, like, I guess, get together a group of other magicians to do his dirty work for him under the guise of some anonymous group called the eye <laughs> and then trick Morgan Freeman somehow. Um, yes. And the movie ends with them running off a roof and turning into cash and Morgan Freeman being like, what the hell? So, and then we get, now you see me too. 
where they should have said, now you see me, now exactly. you don't. Exactly. I don't know who came up with that title. It was pretty uh, But now you see me, now lucky. you don't. It connects to the end. Exactly. Anyway, that's... That's a good synopsis. That's the, what I remember of it. I mean, that's pretty much it. Let me... Uh, having seen this recently, I watched it um, a couple days ago, last week. Uh, end of last week. And, um, you know... Uh, that's all that there's just too much <laughs> there's just too many things happening and i i was like oh man how am i gonna explain this movie because i don't know how to describe all the thousands of plot there's just uh, the cast and hurricane katrina is involved and and insurance fraud and insurance money and morgan freeman is there and the eye and mark ruffalo and and also women it's just too much. So I was watching the Cinema Sins. No one likes this movie. No. <laughs> I'll say it. It's world. It's it's known as a bad movie. Um, well, not bad, but like no one. Uh-huh. It's just too much. It's perfect for our so, podcast. Perfect for, for perfect for movie buffs. So you're right. So so there's like four the four horsemen, quote unquote. That's what they call themselves. Which is I would never see a show of magicians. Mm-hmm. Called the Four Horsemen, and in this movie they're like super popular. Like they're in Vegas, and everyone <laughs> loves them, and they have these huge shows. Mm-hmm. And these people are like, "Oh my god, yes!" So the guy that they pull out of the audience, he's like a he like owns an insurance company, mm-hmm. and so he's like a billionaire. And he so it happens right after Hurricane Katrina, mm-hmm. apparently. Of course, <laughs> just bringing that national tragedy topical, into topical. magicians, right? So it's it's up to the magicians to solve Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> it's all I'm Woody Harrelson in his stupid little fedora. He has a stupid little fedora that the costuming department did not fit right to his head, and it just looks too small on his big old head. And it's the whole movie. It's so funny. So anyway. So, so, so they have a special, um, show for Hurricane Katrina survivors and, uh, and they're like, we're going to rob this, this dude, this, this investing, uh, this, this insurance banker. And they're like, yeah, okay. And then they go, look at your phones. Like, look, look at the money. And this insurance banker dude, apparently his company like didn't provide relief for the claims that these, uh, survivors claimed to uh-huh. this insurance so they didn't get any of their money for their like damaged homes deceased loved ones like whatever um so <laughs> they rob the insurance man and there's a scene of like all these people in the audience looking at their phones they're like blackberries because <laughs> this is like 2013 uh-huh. and uh and like seeing going to their banking app going to their banking app on their blackberry and seeing all the little numbers go up and they they rob the the they're, they're doing good. They're Robin Hood. The, mm-hmm. the magicians. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like Woody Harrelson and some woman I don't know and another man I don't know who looks like, um, he plays, uh, Mark Zuckerberg in, uh, um, I don't remember his name. I never You, you know what I'm talking about? Name. He looks like him. I don't think it's, is it the same? No, name? it is. I think it is him. I think it is. Okay. It's, well, Mark um, Zuckerberg. <laughs> Jesse here. Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. Yes. Jesse Eisenberg. So Mark Zuckerberg really (laughs) um and uh uh david uh david franco 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 thank you franco is also there um and they just give this money to the hurricane katrina survivors and the insurance man is like no 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 so then the fbi gets involved because it turns out the four horsemen are like stealing from people to get back to the poor blah 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 blah. um there's like a the tricks just are i know it's a movie but the special effects are too special. 
that it doesn't make me believe that these yeah. are feasible things. Yeah. Like, I'm not convinced. Like, you know, suspend your disbelief. You're watching a movie. You're seeing a play. Like, whatever. But I, I can't. I simply can't suspend right. my disbelief. Exactly. This would never happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> they teleport? Okay. Like, sure. And, like, well, and there's, like, an overarching plot with the eye. See how many things there are going on? Mm-hmm. Where magic is supposedly real. Like, magic is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what they're doing isn't fake. It's not, like, shadows and mirrors. It's real magic. Yeah. So, then this is where Morgan Freeman gets involved. He used to be a magician. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, ah, I'm not making enough money. You know where I would make more money? Debunking magicians and just betraying my community. So he does that. And his show is like Egypt themed. <laughs> like, it's like, it looks like we're going to go like, this is the Pharaoh of the Temple Eye or like whatever. And, but then he's like, so here's how Harry Houdini. <laughs> it's right. like, okay. So... So Mark Ruffalo is like the lead FBI in this case, and then there's like a whole some several scenes of like arresting the four horsemen, and like uh, Mark Zuckerberg, Jesse Eisenberg is uh oh that works. I wonder if that's why they cast him. <laughs> Similar last um, name. Berg. <laughs> um, there he's in handcuffs, and then he flings them, and then Mark Ruffalo's in handcuffs, and he's like number one for magicians, always be number one in the room, or like <laughs> yeah. so stupid. It's some stupid quote where he's like, that's the number one rule. Always be ten steps ahead of everyone else. Yeah. And it's like, okay, okay, Mark, go back to Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> go back to embezzling money from the U.S. government in China. Go ahead. So, so, uh, yeah, it just, just gets so confusing. So they, they end up, like, all working together, and then Mark Ruffalo invites the four horsemen to be a part of the eye, which is this tarot card thing. That's where that like comes back together. There's one scene, I think it's in the beginning of the movie where, um, it is where Jesse Eisenberg is in the room with some woman and it's like, they're having a good time. Mm -hmm. And then out of the corner of his eye, like 30 feet away, he sees this tarot card, like in her shoe. He's like, hang on. (laughs) If someone did that to me while I was over their home, First of all, a magician? Right. <laughs> that's who you're. That's what you're seeing. <laughs> a magician. We're improvisers, for God's sakes. How the bar is set low here, and I would never see a magician. <laughs> that's not true. Oh my goodness. It is a little bit. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> it is a little bit. A little bit. Um, just a little bit. Uh, I have to have a standard for myself. The bar is as low as it's the lowest I'll go is what I do improvisation. <laughs> <laughs> Can, can only go up from there. Um, but yeah, so then it, it turns out, like, Mark Ruffalo is trying to set up Morgan Freeman, who, I don't know why he decided to do this movie. Uh, he needs a new agent, man. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. Um, and then, yeah, they fade out into dust. And, like, that's it. You basically cover the whole thing. Yeah. It's just... It's <laughs> such a weird movie. And... So strange. It gets weirder in the sequel, which I saw I half seen of the sequel. after I watched the first one. And, and then you quit. It just got worse, so I stopped halfway. Daniel Radcliffe is in it, which just adds a whole nother Daniel layer Radcliffe. to the magic thing. Him Short being stepson. Harry Potter. Um, oh, yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah, it was. Is that what they're doing? See, they cast Jesse's, uh, Jesse Eisenberg as Mark Zuckerberg. And then they were like, who's the best magic boy around? Yeah. 
Harry Potter. <sighs> this movie is a mess. I It is a mess. <laughs> like all the tricks I think rely because like the rule of of I almost said the rule of improvisation. The rule of magic is same thing. <laughs> like like misdirection, right? Like mm-hmm. make someone focus on your right hand while you do something with your left hand. But this movie is like, we're not just going to use misdirection. We're also going to use fake hypnosis to make these people forget they saw anything instead of actually misdirecting them. And so you have these bizarre scenes where, like, uh, Woody Harrelson, like, convinces, like, ten people in the audience that when someone says, go get them, like, they all have to, like, run on stage and tackle them. And, like, I don't know how hypnosis works in real life but i can guarantee you that no one would run on stage and attack an investment banker under any circumstances especially no. not at a, like a fun hip like a fun magic show and right. especially like if they're paying- hurricane katrina survivors <laughs> yeah. they're just gonna it was just like so fake it's just so that's that's what got me is I'm like okay like I'd I'd be intri- I like David Blaine types you know like that's kind mm-hmm. of what we're emulating in this movie is like the kind of like spooky like big huge Vegas show yeah. like just like otherworldly like scary dude who knows card tricks mm-hmm. kind of a guy exactly right? <laughs> <laughs> big scary dude who knows card tricks see okay because if I, if I saw David Blaine or any like Woody Harrelson in his teeny little itty bitty fedora if I saw any of these people on the street and didn't know they were magicians I would run the opposite direction I would feel for, yeah. as a woman for my life uh huh scary they're freaky scary man who threatened my life but then oh, is this your card all of a sudden yay yeah, nice. go scary man uh-huh. but like so we're so we're emulating David Blaine who I've seen so like America's Got Talent type people you know they mm-hmm. go on they do their big like it's kind of interesting it's 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 cool you always know there's something up with it so I'm never like right. completely sold you know I'm always like okay yeah but it's it's interesting this is just it's just it's just after effects it's just post exactly. it's all done in post like I'm not they're like the girl in like the piranha cage there's one scene where the the woman is in a cage and there's piranhas mm-hmm. in the cage that don't look real but okay right <laughs> and and they're like if she doesn't get out the piranhas are gonna eat her they're gonna eat her <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden the piranha <laughs> the water starts thrashing thrashing and then all this red blood blood right. quote unquote blood starts like coming out and the water's thrashing and thrashing like there's a thousand piranhas even though there wasn't but everyone's like oh my god she's being murdered and then in the middle of the crowd while people are watching a murder happen <laughs> a, a piranha murder mm-hmm. she's like she like flips her she's like wet because she was in the tank and she like flips her hair back and she's like were you guys looking for me like in the middle <laughs> yeah. of the crowd it's like how many it's times like, can you do that trick oh well and also if i saw someone getting devoured by piranhas <laughs> i wouldn't be worried about someone behind me <laughs> being like were you looking for me it's like, like no, no shut up. i'm watching this someone die dying oh wait that's you i okay cool so then who's dying in your place <laughs> right you know <laughs> oh man it's, uh, it's just not it's not convincing and the way the speaking of the hypnosis the way that woody harrelson does the hypnosis to me uh, <laughs> it's just so funny he like for our listeners it's like a combination between like dabbing someone up and like putting someone in a chokehold mm-hmm. <laughs> so he like grabs their neck 
and he like gra- like like grabs their hand to make it look like he's like you know shaking their hand, dapping them up, whatever. Grabs their neck and then like snaps. <laughs> around their ear like <laughs> and then does this intricate little like like there's no way that works ears. for a sober person no like maybe that would get my drunk friends into the car faster but i i right. don't think that works on sober people <laughs> if someone came up to me at a party and was like sarah <laughs> and like grabbed me by the back of the neck and was like sarah <laughs> It's time to leave. It's time to leave bricks. <laughs> I'd be like, but I just got here. I just got my vaccine. Let me stay. Oh. <laughs> and then I'd be like, wait, what's that snapping? Oh, the snapping. I'm a turtle now. Oh. <laughs> I'm primitive. So, and like the yeah. way he talks when he's trying to hypnotize people, he sounds like uh, like an auctioneer. He's like, what do I, what do I, you're a turtle, you're small, you're, sh- you're slow, you can't move, you can't move, close your eyes, close your eyes, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> It's like, Woody, go back to Wes Anderson. I don't want to see you here anymore. This is not your venue. Oh, my goodness. Please, just for those who are listening, just look up look up Woody Harrelson, Now You See Me, Fedora. <laughs> I don't know if this is, like, canon, like, if other people noticed this thing. But poor Woody. I mean, you know, I know he has hair. Mm-hmm. He had hair in The Hunger Games, which was right before this. Mm-hmm. He shaved his poor little head. He was, like, kind of bald in this movie. Yeah. Not entirely, but, like, it was it was short. And then they put this, like, f- small-ass fedora on his head. They really made him look bald. <laughs> I simply can't stop. They really did, and I really can't stop thinking about it. Well, I guess this is a good place for our ad break. Yeah. I think we'll be right back after these messages. Doo-doo. Hey, everyone, we're back. We're here. So, that's Now You See Me. So that's Now You See Me. It is a a movie about magic. I don't know, it's fine. It's okay. I was <laughs> Yeah. Let's just let's just talk about where we want to put this on our scale. Okay. Yeah. Our scale of, of movie rankings with Flubber in the dead center. Mm-hmm. Um and starting from the bottom up would be Fateful Findings. Our, yeah, our very bottom is Fateful Findings, and our very top mm-hmm. is Rocky Horror Stowe. With Wine Country right. and in a close second. Right. Uh, so, Faithful Findings, Scooby-Doo, mm-hmm. Robots. Yep. Flubber. Flubber. Night of the Museum. Clue. Mm-hmm. Um, high School Musical. High School Musical. Wine Country. Wine Country. How Rocky Horror Picture Show. There it is. So, that's our list. Um... It may or may not be available to view on our Twitter. So where are we going to put Now You Do See Me? <laughs> now You Do See Me and Now You Do Not. Um, well, I think um, it was not good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was, yeah. I did not enjoy it. I mean, I enjoyed it if for the wrong reasons. Um, right. Making fun of all of it. So mm-hmm. I would put it right above Fateful Findings. It's not as bad as Fateful Findings because Fateful Findings is just no. like in its own category. Yeah. But it's not yeah. good either. So I think it goes right above Fateful Findings. Yes. I would have to agree with you it being almost the very bottom of our list. Mm-hmm. In terms of, you know, script material, it's, well, it's not trying to be a comedy, so it's not really easy to compare it to Scooby-Doo. It is 
technically funnier than Scooby-Doo, but that's only because it's so bad. It's laughable. Right. In my opinion. I agree. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> no, me neither. I'm not I, sorry. I just don't want the magicians to be mad at me. Oh, but if a good magician came around, we would know it. Right. If a, if, if a magician came up to me and said, is this your card? Or like, this is your middle name. I'd be like, wow, that is I correct. Feel, and I think we were talking about this a little bit at, earlier in the episode. But I feel like there is like one of those two axis diagrams with like the four corners, like a political oh, spectrum yeah, type sure. diagram. I feel like. Magicians and improvisers are in two corners of that type of diagram. Yeah, I but think... I don't know what the axes are, and I don't know what the, like, quadrants are. Mm, okay, here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Creating a new science. A new math. A maths. <laughs> yes, a maths, yes. if you would. Um, on your x-axis, you have um, neuroses and chaos... I don't know what neuroses means. Like, like type A. Like, I like everything to be like a certain way. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like, like I'm order, order, order versus chaos. Chaos. Yeah, ordering chaos. And then on and our then... y-axis, we have um, deeply funny or or de- uh, um, uh, Im- immaturity, I guess, and maturity. Maybe like, or like yeah, takes themselves seriously, takes themselves not seriously. Yeah, yeah, and I think. Improvisers uh-huh. are on. I th- it depends on the improviser, but I would say improvisers are on chaos and immaturity, up up in yep. this top corner, in the and top then corner. and then <laughs> magicians are takes themselves very seriously, and, and their order order. So in their bottom two, uh, two opposite corner exactly. So what do we fill the other two corners in with? Politics and stay-at-home mothers. <laughs> no, um, we have okay, chaos, okay, so but we have takes themselves chaos, seriously, and then neurotic, and then order that doesn't and take doesn't take. Wait, seriously. hang on. Order that doesn't take themselves seriously. Birthday party clowns. Period. Correct. Birthday party clowns. And, like, the clowns you see in the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay, Because they okay. do the balloon animals, but they're also very silly about it. I see you. I see you. And that takes skill that you need to be serious about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what takes is... themselves... Chaos and... But takes himself very takes seriously very about seriously. the chaos. I feel like that's just another kind of improviser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like... It's it's groundlings improvisers and then it's second city improvisers. Uh-huh. Like these are our two different because a groundlings improviser is an actor who's just trying to get more things on their resume. Mm. <laughs> I am one of those people, but I'm also one of the people, the second city improvisers who are just like dudes in Chicago who are like, yeah, I think I'm funny. <laughs> right. And then a handful of them are funny. I, think I feel like this this whole podcast could just be about making charts and graphs. Oh and my god! Comparing things to other things in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. I could talk for days. Wow. Well, that about does it for our uh, our wrap up on. Now you see me, and this is the last podcast that we will be recording in 2020. Oh, thank God, this year is over. Not the podcast, mm. but just Not 2020 in general. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And so... I guess, I mean, we wish yeah. you all a very a happy holidays, whatever you celebrated throughout the month of December. <laughs> um, and a happy new year. Stay home. Don't go out. Especially if you live in America. If you're right. from Australia... Then uh, New Zealand, by all means. New Zealand, yeah, good for you. Yeah, ver- literally nice good going. for you. England, there's a new strain, so maybe good stay luck. inside. Yeah, uh, America, please, just please, please, <laughs> stay in. America, Get your vaccine. Chill out. Just calm. Wear your mask. Get your vaccine. And, and have sorry. a happy new year. And have a happy 2021. Yay! <laughs> we hope that uh, one of your new year's resolutions is to leave a review for us on itunes yes and then but maybe it's not that's okay it should be though that's a good kind act to start your new year with <laughs> yeah i expect on january 1st midnight 2021 to have a flood of <laughs> reviews into our sp- uh, itunes and our spotify and our everywhere yeah <laughs> well thank you for listening uh if you're listening thank you for watching if you're watching and we, well, you will hear us again in 2021. In 2021. to add the one. But yes, <laughs> you will see us again in 2021. We'll see Bye. you all. Bye.